welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. Hi, Daniela. I'm trying to come to peace with my relationship with my son's father, who continues to cause problems with my son and I. How can I navigate this difficult situation in my life? I am such a fan of truthfulness. And I have been, like, like, you, like many of you here, in this arena of spirituality, yoga, right? All, all the things. You know, I, I think for, for when I first consciously entered the, the stream of this path, I literally had the image of Thich Nhat Hanh. As some of you may know who he is. He's this very, very peaceful nature. Like, he really embodies peace and contentment and gentleness. And I, I don't. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> All right. I... So I, 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 I was, I set myself up for failure out of the gate thinking that, oh, I can get there. Like I want to be Thich Nhat Hanh where every, you know, pieces in every step. I kiss the ground with my feet, um, all the things. All right. So, so first and foremost, I, lesson number one for me was let go of trying trying to do anything and be anything with yourself or anyone. And what replaced the trying, because for me, the trying meant I'm denying my living embodied experience in this moment and my emotions and the feelings that I experience in my body. Like every time I felt rage or anger, I felt like I believed I was like, oh, I just got a a spiritual D minus. Spiritual demerit. <laughs> and what replaced that was, and some of you may have, have read this in The Way of Liberation, or you're just familiar with it. There's a difference, a, gra- a massive difference between trying, efforting, and aspiring. Okay? I still have the aspiration of embodying peace and love such that it so flows through me and that I, I don't do harm to myself or others with words or, or a look or any of those things. And, not but, and along the way, I will allow myself, my humanness, my truthfulness, my realness. And with that, I do my very best to consciously do no harm to myself or another when I'm experiencing anger. I allow the sensations to be truthful in my body, right? Here's the PAL practice. When you get that text message from your son's dad and you feel the heat rise, or you feel your body like shaking, how can you tend most kindly and truthfully with these sensations of your emotions? Because they are waves that long to be given, to be allowed to live their fullness 
and then they recede. So that's the time to honor the intensity of the sensations of your emotions. That's what feelings are. Feelings and emotions are not the same. So you get the text. You believe he's an asshole. You have the emotion of rage. You feel heat in your body. I'm just making it up. This may be a series and a progression. So the only priority in that moment is to not say or say something, say to your son, let's say he's old enough to understand. If he says, you know, your, 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 your child says, mommy, what's wrong? Like, just your father being an asshole again. Nothing. Like, <laughs> right? Like, those are the things that I, you know, that are very tempting. So we just want to allow the truthfulness of our living experience without doing harm to ourselves or another, first and foremost. When we have someone in our life that is a boomer, right? It's like a big curriculum. Um, two things I, I find very important to understand, just to bring myself to understanding. And that is no one acts or does what they act and do in a way that is not an expression of what they think and believe true, okay? So our actions flow. Let's say he sends you the jerky text, or you say, hey, are you picking up the, our kiddo at 6 o'clock on Saturday, and you get no response. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how do I plan my life? Like, oh, you're just holding it, whatever it is. It's, it's helpful to remember Number one, everyone's actions in life are an expression of their level of consciousness and an expression of what they're thinking and believing true. No one can act ahead of their evolution. No one. And our evolution is determined by the quality of what we think and believe true about ourselves and others about the degree of our own self-awareness, the, the, the ability that we have as, as an individual to self-reflect, to self-inquire, to take responsibility for ourselves, right? Okay, so all these things. When someone is acting in hurtful ways, you'll hear Jeannie say this a lot, and, and you all, you, you've heard this before too. It's very simple. It doesn't mean there's not an impact. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. They do. Hurt people hurt people, and their actions and their words are the result of what they think and believe true, and the degree to which they're able to step outside of their own perceptions and imagine the world of another, right? These are higher levels of consciousness. So, when, we're, when we see, you know, people in our lives acting as the embodied expression of their level of self-awareness and consciousness, A, discernment is essential, right? We don't, we, yes, we can be very compassionate to them. That also doesn't mean open the door, right? Not everybody has to come to Thanksgiving. We, um, so there's a balance between both awareness, loving awareness, and discernment. 
And discernment, and I like discernment more than I like the word boundaries. I like discernment and truthfulness. So lastly, in terms of, you know, longing to forgive, well, you're in the thick of things with this person. You're still in, in the play with them. So you may find it helpful to simply just review these facts that I've laid out, right? You can't expect more from someone than what they're able, than who and what they're able to be. So you establish really clear, um, this is where this ends and you begin and there's a gap, right? AKA truthfulness, discernment, boundaries. Um, and when you do the Ho'oponopono or any other forgiveness at work, place yourself as the object of importance. Forgiveness for yourself is always at the heart of all forgiveness work. Right? This is where I find, um, you know, Jeannie teaches often about the practice of metta, and many of you know the practice of metta. It's very broad, you know. Um, I can't find anyone, and I, I mean, this has been my own my own test. I can't find anyone, no matter how heinous of an act they've committed, that I feel inauthentic wishing metta for. Right, wishing that well, I want all beings to experience happiness. I do want all beings without exception, even the ones that are in my life that are knuckleheads and pains in the ass. Um, I do want them to experience <coughs> peace. Want them to know freedom, and I do want them to experience hell. I do. I can't find any exception to that for the years that Nessa has been in my life. So sometimes. That is a more gentle approach, too, when you're in the fire of the karma with another, right? And see if that stands true. Okay. That may, that may be something that, that may feel, feel good for your soul, your heart. I find when I narrow the, 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 insight question. I'll call that an insight question. Like, why is this happening? What is the bigger lesson? When we narrow and get more specific about our insight question. So for example, I just went through the, uh, I'm, I'm pretending to be you. Okay. In your, in your uh, end of day review or meditation. Um, wow. That was a really infuriating exchange with um, my son's dad. How is this? How is this for me? How is this for my evolution? How is this for my healing? How is this for my own? Uh, this is a great way to use pal without your key of action. Just, just that insight question, and then you ask and you listen. When we train ourselves. To, to experience every scene in our life as for our healing, evolution, and an ultimate flourishing and freedom. Again, anytime I have worked with this, these particular insight questions around a very specific, around every specific scene, I never don't, I, I always come up, I always hear something. 
And again, the response that I hear in the ask part before listen in PAL, wisdom, your inherent wisdom that rises up to greet you is going to be very specific and precise. It'll be short, sweet, succinct. It's like undeniable. I don't have to sit there thinking. Then you know you're back up in your mind, right? And, and analyzing, analyzing is not the same as dropping an insight question in and listening. Um, absolutely, Julie. So, so, see, so see Nicole, if that makes a difference, you know, shifting, you know, getting, making your insight questions more specific. Oh, what, how was that? How did that, how is that text exchange an opportunity for my own growth? Sometimes for some people, it's an opportunity to say no, even in the face of feeling terror in your body, right? Or like not being a people pleaser to try to, oftentimes we, when we're in relations, as you're describing, we've learned how to walk on eggshells and to play chess. With if I say this, then it'll keep him, it'll be, he'll be less likely to explode or retaliate or whatever. People are here to grow us and they're here to grow us into our balance of love, wisdom, and power. And by power, I don't mean like you can think of characters out in the movies that are like power hungry, not that kind of power. Power where you're not bringing any um, motive or, uh, you know, like trying to stay ahead of something, right? Like you can just be straightforward truthfulness and, and, and be with that, be with someone's outburst, be with someone's or, or not even allow their outbursts in your, in your world and life. Sometimes it involves a family court or, you know, some assistance. To, to help create healthy discernment and structure, making yeah. all kinds of things up again, okay? Yeah. So, um, so remember, everyone is in our life to, to grow us into our love, wisdom, and our power. So that's also a great insight question, which is, what is this scene uh, here to help me cultivate more deeply? Love, it might be love for you. It might be not be about the other person at all. Right. Wisdom, ah, the ability to, you know, um, really see clearly what's going on and power, the ability to speak up or say no. 